Welcome everyone to another episode of Off Our Game. It is the best little sports podcast in America. We are three regular Joes who love sports and we love talking sports. My name is Brandon. I have two awesome gentlemen right next to me. So, well, actually not next to me, but virtually right next to me. So, the first guy, his retirement plan is to be the caddy, apparently, for Elon Musk. Everybody, welcome Kerry. The caddy, when he's playing on Mars. Oh, when you're playing on Mars. My bad. Okay. Okay. When we get there, if we're all still alive, I will hopefully get to watch you do that. Okay? Heck yeah. I'll carry that man's balls anywhere. (laughs) For that amount of money he has, absolutely. Yeah, the dude's got enough to spare for everybody. That's what I'm thinking. My next gentleman loves Madden, loves cauliflower. His retirement plan is to be the Madden tournament champion at the age of 65. Welcome, Brian. Wow, 65. But I'm already a Madden tournament champion. Oh, are you really? Yeah, I'm a seven-time Madden Bowl champion. Seven? Wait a minute. Are we talking Uh, about – I'm talking about the online stuff, or are we talking about just with your friends? Just with our friends. Okay, that don't count then. (laughs) Matter of fact, if you go on my online record, I'm like three games above 500. Oh, dude. I remember the first time I ever played Madden online. I got my butt kicked. I thought it was good. I'm not good. I'm, you know, decent. You're a Madden player, you know? But no, those online yeah, gamers, there's, dude. There's a difference between playing and playing online, man. The online stuff, it's like there's so much shiesty shit that goes, so much shiesty stuff that goes on. on online <laughs> stuff. Yeah. You know, you're like, like, last oh, guy's okay. won. You heard uh, how he won, right? No, what did he, he do? He did not throw a single pass. It was all running. Every single oh. play, he ran the ball. Oh wow! Yeah, see, that's not football. Control. When I play, I want to play. I play simulated football. That's what I play. Yeah. Ah. I hate okay. playing these guys that never punt. And what drives me nuts is when you're you're beating the crap out of someone, or yeah. you're playing a line. You get like get up by two scores in like the first quarter, and they quit. I hate that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I hate that. Oh yeah. So, oh, I don't have a chance to come back. I'm quitting. Should we should we start including esports in our uh, podcast or what? Uh, maybe my son is wanting to get so. an esports uh, scholarship. I've heard a lot more about this esports scholarships. It's legit stuff, apparently. Right? Dude, now. they have stadiums now for esports. Yeah, they have a big one in in Texas in yeah. Arlington, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I, it's crazy, crazy because some of that stuff comes on like at ten o'clock at night, and I'm like, "Well, what's, what's going on?" And they're playing like NBA 2K, and I'm just like, "But they play." I don't. You know what I don't like about some of it is like they make up these teams. It's not like the true roster of the Rockets right. or the Oh yeah, the Clippers. Whole, Madden's big with that too. They call it the Mutt Team. It's the yeah ultimate team and you get you know yeah i hate that too you pick a team quit trying to create these all-star teams oh yeah this ain't the warriors no it's not the warriors so anyway how how are you guys doing it's been a week it's been tiring i was so mad guys about my audio from last week you know we spoke about it before so and i wasn't as energetic so i came with more energy today and my i got all my setup done before we got connected and i was like you know what we'll make this stuff right this time so anyway how are y'all been what's going on doing man Man, it's the first day of school First day of school, man. It was chaos today. Yeah. Uh, Mullins over there looks like he's looks like he's dragging ass. Well, that's just a normal look, I guess. Yeah, it's normal. Oh, yeah. man. I no, thought, dude, looked, I thought I, Mullins... I've kicked Wait, up sorry. my uh, workouts and such, so I'm really tired. Oh, that's why he looks youthful. That's all the extra work he's got going on. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> what are you doing? Are you, are you back to the CrossFit or are you doing something else? Oh, no. CrossFit, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so like I did CrossFit yesterday during lunch, and then I went and ran three miles after work, and then did CrossFit again today at lunch. Then I'll do it again can, tomorrow. Can you fit a Can you fit a CrossFit workout in during lunch? Yep. Yeah, it takes roughly about an hour, so I'm gone for 
you know, I take a little extra on my lunch. So a little, uh, about an hour and 15 minutes. Okay. Okay. So. I didn't know. I didn't know how long some of these things were. If they had like, like mini workouts or something, it only took like 30 minutes or something. So no, it's usually between, between 50 and an hour. So it's, it's not bad. Okay. I'm I'm trying to get back there with you, man. I'm getting my my uh, workout back into into focus. On I'm, I'm trying to get back up to my four and a half miles in an hour. I'm trying to. I mean that's slow for nice. me. For, I'm sure that's slow for you guys, man. But for me, that's a, Shoot, that's a big no, one. man. I'm slow as Christmas. Yeah. Dude, I, 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 I had to stop running, so I don't I don't actually run anymore to miles like like I used to. So that, that lower compressed dick I, this yeah. I found in my back. Just before COVID, I was I was running about four and a half miles in an hour. Nice. That's good. That is good, actually. That's a really nice pace. Yeah, well, so, decent. man. So what are you, what what are you, you doing? Gonna, what are you doing about your disc, man? You gonna fix that thing, or are you gonna let it? You, what are you gonna do, dude? I'm. I. I've, okay, I've had I've had like 50-50 results of people that I know that have had back surgery. So I'm I'm actually doing my best to maintain it. I, I'm not, okay. It doesn't it doesn't hurt. The only thing that really hurts is the pounding. Like if I run too much, uh, I ran yeah, a mile for the it. first time in a while, and I could tell a difference in my back whenever it was done. So I'm just doing my camp gladiator stuff, and okay. I've lost a lot of weight doing that. And then, like I said, I'm gonna. There's a guy. He has some kind of laser surgery done on his lower back. Yeah, and, in Houston area. Yeah, he said it was the best thing in the world. And his, I mean, they oh. made an incision, an incision like less than an inch. Mm-hmm. And he said he felt great afterwards. So I'm just waiting for stuff like that. I'm just waiting for the right procedure for me because mine's different the way it is. And so um, that's all I'm waiting for. So I'm medicine gets better every day. So I'm sure they'll have a back procedure in the next you know 10, 15 years that only takes like 30 minutes and I'm out the next day. No, you'll probably, you know? get, a, <laughs> probably get a stem cell injection in your back and it'll be fine. Man, yeah, probably so, right. something like that. So, did y'all hear about this pepperoni shortage today? Did y'all have been hearing about this? By I, the way, I did hear about the pepperoni shortage. I heard it's like an extra like three dollars a pound now or something like that. Because well, yeah, I didn't even know what was going on. I, I listened to this radio. I was like, "What pepperoni?" I've not heard about that. You haven't? Yeah, it's of all things it's a big to be deal. a shortage of. Yeah, apparently it's a big deal. Apparently it's a very, very uh, labor intensive to create. So, with the shortage of with COVID and everything like that, the prices have gone up because it's not being produced as much. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, and like That's Papa crazy. John's and, and Domino's and Pizza Hut all recorded like you know extra uh, earnings this uh, quarter or whatever, and so yeah, all the extra deliveries everybody's at home, so all the pepperoni is going away. But I also heard I don't know if it's true or not. I also heard like the main producer or the biggest pork producer and pepperoni producer is owned by China. I don't know if that's true or not, but uh, that's just what I heard. Yeah, so. that's not so probably so. Yeah, I don't know either. But anyway, wow. So. So we'll see what happens. Pepperoni, no pepperoni. So we'll have to put more cauliflower on our pizza, apparently. Hey, cauliflower oh, on the pizza. You, no. make, you don't put cauliflower on the pizza. You make cauliflower crust for the pizza. Oh, oh, okay. That makes me want to eat it more. That definitely wants me to eat, but just more on it. So there you go. No, it's actually really good. That's nasty. <laughs> actually, my favorite kind of bre- my favorite thing is the uh, is the chicken breast uh, crust. What? Now that actually crust is pretty good. Crust. The crust is made of chicken breast, and it yep. is amazing. You've had it, Mullins? Yes, yes. It's Where do good. I get this? Where do I get this? You can get it at uh, it's uh, the product I buy is called Real Good. Okay. I buy the Real Good chicken breast uh, pizzas. I buy the cheese ones. I mean, you can get them at Walmart. You can get them at Kroger. They're mm-hmm. about six bucks for a pizza. You know, personal pizza. Really? Yeah, they're good, man. I do want to take my diet to the next level. I do. I don't. I don't. I've lost weight. You know, doing my, the CG stuff, and like my pants feel fit 10 times better than they used to a year ago 
Um, but yeah, I, def- I want to get, I don't want to do protein shakes like every day, but I do want to throw those in there every once in a while. So just, a, I don't want to say I want to lose more weight. I just want to, you know, oh, just I feel, love protein feel better, shakes. feel better. Of, feel I, better I like overall. protein shakes to a degree, but I'm with you. I get burned down on them after a while, man. Yeah. I don't want to do that strictly. Be diverse with my protein sources. I have to. Yeah. I'm with you. So, all right. Hey, let's start talking about some sports guys. So yeah, this far. is not a topic, but I'd have to throw it in there. Apparently, uh, Alex Smith is technically cleared after all these surgeries he had about 20 months of rehab he is ready to come back do you guys you know agree with this yeah, like you want to come back and play or do you want him just like right off into the sunset man you have a, you have a leg yeah. you have those legs just right off into the sunset yeah I mean that dude is he has no reason to come back except for just the love of the sport it is amazing to me uh, that he's actually being cleared to play again. Uh, for anybody that has seen the the show on ESPN, uh, that documentary on him, that leg, I mean, it looked like it went through a meat grinder. And so for him to be back on the football field is absolutely incredible. I think it's crazy, man. I mean, A, that he's gone so far, come so far, that he's able to get clearance to play, much less wants to play. I will say this, though. Did you see the video of him getting at the celebration at his house today with his family when when he got home? I did. Did you see the leg? I did. Yeah. I'm not sure that just because he's cleared that it's a good idea looking at him just walking around with that leg. I'm, I'm not sure, man. Yeah, there's not a whole lot left there. It's not a whole lot left, and it doesn't necessarily look completely straight either. Yeah, no. it, looks little, it looks a little warpy, and I'm not sure. And it didn't look fully functional either. So, I mean, maybe it's as good as it's going to get. Maybe it's, you know, um, I don't know. But if he wants to try, he wants to, he can try. And I do know that as long as he's trying and doesn't retire, he still gets his paycheck. That's true. That's I mean, true. he could be third string and still get yeah. his money. It's all guaranteed as long as he's playing or trying. I, I, t- I tell you what, I, I have to tell you what, kudos to this guy because, I mean, that's a lot, that's a lot of surgery. That's a Dude, lot of rehab hours. Dude, I had never done anything crazy rehab-wise. The, the craziest thing I've ever done was breaking my ankle and having to do, like, six weeks of rehab and, having like, learning how to, like, re-strengthen my muscles in my ankle. And that alone was pretty, you know, I was, like, 15. That alone right there was pretty tough for me. I can't imagine doing 20 months of rehab or 21 months of rehab. Dude, Excuse I me. Did- I did three months of rehab when I tore my ACL. I could not, and that was one surgery and an ACL injury. I could mm-hmm. not imagine 17 surgeries, 20 months of rehab, all the crap that this dude's been through, almost dying, almost yeah. getting your leg cut off. Yeah. And still coming back and wanting to play. That's just a. Uh, oh, yeah. They I were just, within just like seconds of cutting that dude's leg off. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just yeah. to save his life. Yeah. That documentary that you shared with us, Cook, was really good. It was real good. It was a good um, one. It really was. It was. Um, so, my, you know, I was thinking about it, and I, I threw this question in while we started talking. Is it just one of those things you want to walk away on your own terms, right? You don't want anybody to dictate how you walk away. Is that just it for him, you think? Maybe he's like, you know what? I just want to walk away the way I wanted to walk away, not because of this injury. You know, I could see him – Maybe it's one of those things. Maybe it is that. Maybe he really just wants to get in and get into a game, and maybe he wants to throw one more pass completion and then call it good. You know, walk off the field, complete a play, and walk off the field. Maybe, maybe that's what he wants to do. Yeah, I mean, I could totally see that. So, in other words, totally you know, he's that. not letting the game beat him. Yeah. yeah. 
It would be it would be it would be awesome if he you know because first off Washington is not going anywhere this year. They're not going to no. do squat. They're not going to win any games. They might win three games maybe. No. You know maybe he comes in, does puts together a little touchdown drive, throws a touchdown pass, and then walks off the field and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That'd be amazing. Just goes to the middle of the field and said, "See ya. I'm out." Yep. That'd that's be great. I think it's, I mean, I'm with you. I mean, I, I could, I mean, I would, I would want to be that way, right? I don't want anybody to dictate how I, in my career, right? I, I, I remember hanging up, just probably you, like, you, you cook and mullet probably the same way, you know? Like, the last time you actually took off your shoulder pads in high school, that was hard. Like, it's a hard thing to do. Even that yeah. high school is like, man, I don't, I don't, I never get to put these on ever again. And it's a weird feeling when you finally reach that point, right? And I can't imagine with these guys that have played football for 20 years of their life to take off shoulder pads for the very last time. So I can, you know, a little bit wrap my head around it. But I mean, what he's been through, I'm just like, I, I, I want him just, as a part, you know, someone who's married, he's got kids. As for me, I'm just man, just just go, just walk away, just walk away. You are an awesome example of perseverance and, and going different places and making it work. But just just walk away, man. I want you to walk away so that you get to keep that leg. Yeah, exactly. So, anyway, hey, next little question again. I just I just found these questions. I just was going through some random stuff because, like I said, I didn't like the show the way I was last show. So anyway. In the NHL this year, after the first round, they are reseeding their teams. I did not know that. First of all, I love NHL playoffs because the NHL playoffs is so different than anything else. I, the top seed can can lose to the bottom seed. The bottom seed come all the way to the Stanley Cup and, and then lose. I mean, it's, there's no home ice, as they put it, I feel like, in hockey. It's so random in hockey, and it's one part of the reason I love it. Anyway, they reseed after the first round. Are you on board with that for, like, the NFL, for the NBA? Do you want to see something like that? I don't like it at all. I think it messes up the whole, uh, you know, it's like the NCAA tournament. If you had an upset in the, in the, you know, a 16 seed beat a one seed, then you're reseeding that 16. You know what I mean? I don't like yeah. that at all. I'd like them just, you know, set it up and go the way it is. That's what I like. So play who you play. So play who play, it says. Play who you play. If, if, if you upset, some, if, you, if you're the lowest seed and you beat the number one seed in the next round, you, you continue to play that, that same uh, bracket that you would have played. I think okay. you're making – I can see both sides of it. I can see where you're saying, well, you're a top seed. You know, you're trying to give them the better the better chances, blah, blah, blah. Well, you know, once the playoffs starts, just play the game, okay. in my opinion. Mullins? I don't know. I kind of like it. Um, I, I think that it has a good chance of creating better matchups if they're able to do that. And so, it's to me, I think it's a good thing. Um, this year, you know, uh, you know, is a unique year. You know, the uh, NHL was getting close to the end of their season before they had to shut down everything. And then, you know, they had they brought it all back up and then they put everybody in a bubble. So everybody's playing in this one area. So, yeah, there's really no home team right now because they're all on, you know. So is this something they're only doing for this season or is this a permanent adjustment they're making? This is for this season is my understanding, yeah. right? This yeah. is just one thing, right? Well, then I'm for it then because everything this year is jacked up anyway. So why not, <laughs> why, why not, why not try it out and see how it goes, you know? Okay. I'll keep on. Mullins, finish your point, Mullins, and I'll, I'll – Yeah, I just see it, I I just see it having a good chance of creating better matchups if they're able to reseed everybody. So, and okay. my stars went again today, so now they're up 3-2. to Yes, they came back, actually. They were down 2-1. Yeah. They actually won the last two games, so it's been nice. Yep. So, okay. Okay, I will – for uh, uh, okay, I'm gonna be the opposite here. I'm gonna say no. Okay, I don't like it. Okay, and the reason I don't like it is because I don't think you should force 
you force the top two teams basically to, in a way, to get to the championship, the conference championship, and then the, the same way into the Stanley Cup finals, right? So I don't like that. I'm, I am kind of on the Cooks method at the beginning here because I'm just like, play who you play. If the top seed gets eliminated, he gets eliminated, and that's it. That's it. That's the end of that story right there. Don't force it where you have to make the top two teams see each other. I don't like that. Some of the best things in the world that happen is that the number one seeds get upset, and you end up with a better matchup than you thought you were going to have in the either in the conference finals or in the Stanley Cup. Am I wrong? But, but look at it this way. So, you know, your one and your two are in different brackets. So your one is playing a 16. We're talking about like the NCAA tournament here. One is playing yeah. 16, 16 beats the one. The two is playing, um, typically they're playing the 15. 15, yeah. Yeah. So the two beats their 15, 16 beats the one. And now, you know, you have the bottom seed, you know, the number two team has got to go play a better team than the 16. So why shouldn't the two be able to get to play that 16? Why does the number two team have to benefit from number one not being able to handle their business? Because they got to be number two. So, I mean, that be, just means that the number, what is it, three? No, how do they do this? Is the three in the same bracket as the one? No, the four is one in the, the four. four. Yeah. yeah, so yeah. now a four gets to play the 16 instead of the two. I just think it would be better for them to I like the purity switch of it up. I see where you're going from it, and I'm not going to say I'm against it. I mean, for the sake of discussion, I'm taking the opposite side because I just think it's <laughs> it's it's the way I would like to see it. I, I like the purity of it. I can see that side. Yeah. It wouldn't hurt my feelings. Now, if, now, in hockey, I mean, I'll be honest, it's hockey. I don't give a crap. Change the seating up if you want to. Don't jack with the NCAA <laughs> tournament, though. <laughs> don't, be, don't be messing with the Cinderella stories and trying to reseed after the first round of crap. Don't do that nonsense. That's what I'm talking about right there. The Cinderella runs. Exactly. Yeah, That's a that. better way of saying it right there. Don't don't mess with it. The purity of it is great, right? Because I mean, you wouldn't get some of these things if it wasn't for that way. If you reseed it after every round, again, you're going to force the one seed to potentially get the worst seed at the bottom. You're going to let the one seed just go all the way to the top. I'm not down with that. No. If the one seed loses to the 16 or the 8 seed, or in this case, the 4 seed, then they lost. They weren't good enough that day, and that's the end of it. Done. Deal. Go. It's, it's like, my hands. It's like some of this, and, and I don't know how much you guys know about this, this bowling stuff that drives me absolutely nuts with bowling like this. Like, if you go to a tournament and you're averaging – your average is 172 and you have a handicap of like 28 and you do the six game qualification, but your six games, you just, man, you have your like best day ever. You bowl lights out and you average 210 for those six games. Mm -hmm. The next round, they requalify you and change your average and then rechange your handicap. Yeah. I don't so, like yeah, that. then you're, I don't like that either. And to me, that's like, a, that's a form of reseeding in my opinion. I don't like that at all. So I just, yeah. eh. Just, just leave it alone. If you want to do it for the pros, that's one thing. Leave college alone, man. Don't jack with March Madness. What if you did March it just Madness after the is first the round? Thing ever. Not, not every round, but just the first round. No, no, no. March Madness. Mm -mm. Not for anything at this point. I mean, I'm in, I I mean, NHL football. might be doing it to maybe they're experimenting, but the rest of it, no. Uh -uh. You can do it to the NHL. I don't give a crap because I don't give a crap about the NHL. <laughs> so if you want to do it to the NHL, have at it. I don't give a crap. I didn't even know they were in the playoffs right now. <laughs> I knew they yeah. were playing, wow. but I had no idea it was the playoffs. You, you have to know that because you're on a sports podcast. You have I to don't know watch the NHL. <laughs> I'm gonna do your research, dude. <laughs> if we were, if I knew it was an NHL topic today, I'd have done my research. I'd have been on top of it and known it. But I don't watch them for fun. 
you know, You're most supposed of the time to know we, everything. Yeah. About I got everything. Exactly. I got other things to do, man. I'm watching the professional cornhole league and stuff. I don't have time for NHL. Oh god, they don't. There's there's no rules in the professional cornhole league. Come on, man. They got to wear a mask. Ah, uh, dude. They you know, do. <laughs> oh lord, he's cracking himself up. You know, most of the time we don't get to the psychoanalysis part of the of Brian Cook till the very end, man. Yeah, on, that's man. true. Don't be wrong. I, I do like hockey. I just it's just one of those things. I just don't have time for it. There's too many other sports that I watch. I just don't have March time. March Madness hockey. is just basketball. Shut it's you. barely even a real sport. <laughs> what is wrong with you? Oh my gosh. You can't okay. even hit each other. Uh at least me, in okay. hockey, you can uh, waylay a dude. Man. It is is it, this is a small caveat, but is March Madness the purest tournament that we have? Is it the purest tournament we have? Oh, I think it is. Uh, I'd have I to say, that. yeah. Uh, okay. And I would so wish college football would pick that up. Yeah, man. Let's go to this. Man, let's go to. Could you imagine if we had a, a, a 64 a, team playoffs? I'm not going to go to 64. That's, just, that's not going to be crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> could you six imagine? Games. That's six games, dude. Could you imagine <laughs> yeah, if we had a 32 team NCAA tournament? Could you imagine it? Or even 24, you know, you have a couple of people who buys and whatnot, and somehow it squeezes 24 into a single elimination tournament. Oh, my God. That'd be like, yeah. It'd be heavy. Yeah, but you, uh, I would you, be like Kevin Joyner. I would be off those days every year, yep, regardless. Exactly. I would love it, too. But, I, I mean, let's be serious, though. There's there's not going to be any Cinderella's in that. You know that. There's not going to be an, an, no Mountain West champions. I mean, there might be one Mountain West. But it's gonna have to be a champion. Same thing with the ACC. All these small conferences are gonna have to be champions, and they have to get in that way. I mean, there's nobody that's gonna small that's gonna get in. You know that because of, you I come. I mean, I'll, I drool over the idea, but I, I, you know, I, I want those little guys in there. They will do something. So, so, so. I, I just want to say I appreciate you for not just raining on my parade, but throwing big donkey crap on it. Thanks. <laughs> I picked up the the horse crap that was coming behind it and I threw it on your parade. Apparently, man. <laughs> Before we move on from this segment, hey, I do want to give some big props to the NHL. They have no positive corona tests. They're doing so well that they've man. talked about letting family uh, yeah. and you know some friends of the league come for the conference championships and possibly for the Stanley Cup. So kudos no. to the NHL. No. Kudos yeah. to the NHL. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. What you are you talking zero, about? You have zero positive tests. Why would you let people suddenly come into your bubble if you have zero positive tests? Because they're done well. Their their bubble is. You don't have okay, to let whatever. them near the players. So, yeah. Okay. Ah oh, man. You're, they're not near the players. Yeah, they're the up stands. in the stands. They're in the stands. Okay. So you mean they're going to be? Are they going to be in a bubble, or are they going to be allowed to just come to the stands and go to the game? I, I don't know. They just yeah. they just do the idea you watch, out there. You watch. Somebody's going to screw this up somehow. Someone's going to give somebody a hug at the end of the game, and someone sneezed on someone. Next thing you know, oh. Half the teams out. It'll probably wow. be upper deck. I bet all of them probably be upper deck. They're not yeah. going to let anybody in the lower bowl. Let them get you know, close. nobody's like that's going to happen like that. It's they've not going to be the worst case well. scenario. Come on. Yeah. No, it's it's going to be catastrophe. Man. Wow. Well, you're it's you're catastrophic. Wow. This could be all it is. Yeah. You're just going off because you don't like the NHL anyway. anyway. So yeah, that'd be catastrophic. Dude, you have to watch this. You have to at least watch the Stanley Cup Finals because it's good. I mean, I've watched the Stanley Cup Finals because it's it's the last. The, the, the whatever their championship is good. I have to admit, Stanley Cup is good. Yeah, the games are good. I, I I enjoy watching it. Like I said, I don't have time to watch NHL hockey. I watch too many other things. I, I think we. I think me and Mullins just find you for saying that. We just yeah, find you. That's it. Your your paycheck for this week. Yep. So okay. There you go. Well, that sucks. Two weeks. <laughs> Two weeks. <laughs> Guess I won't buy that bottle of Gatorade this week. Uh no, because you're not going to. 
powdered Gatorade for you, buddy. Powdered Gatorade for you. <laughs> All right, Mr. Lee. Hey, that leads us into Kerry's interesting sports stuff. Mullins, kick it off, man. What you got? Well, after last week, you know, be kind of a little downer because uh, of the whole COVID in, in the NCA and all that mess. Uh, this week, I wanted to go kind of fun. So I was looking up. Um, tell me something, guys. Um, did y'all have a, uh, a particular ritual or anything that you did before your games when you were playing? Oh, yeah. Uh, we had a couple. Where you're like superstitious about things or. Yeah, I wouldn't say I was superstitious, but I always like to get there super early, warm up super early, listen to music, and and kind of build up the hype as you get ready. Yeah, yeah. I, I did, there was there was always one game, always one song that we walked out to the very last song every time before we walked out of the locker room, which was a Metallica Inner Sandman. Always, oh yeah. Anytime, anytime I hear Inner Sandman, that's the first thing that just runs through my mind. It's just a locker room. All you should have went to Virginia there. Tech. Like man, we we're about to bust through this door. So yeah, anyway, that's what we did all the time. Man. Are, those, those are pretty. Up. Those are pretty. Uh, pretty normal. Pretty uh, calm. Oh boy, here uh, we go. So I was interested okay. to see some of the weird, bizarre things that people do. So uh, one of them was Serena Williams. <laughs> yeah, I, I found this pretty interesting, um, and it did not specify whether whether she did this or. or so she wears anytime she goes into a tournament, she wears the same pair of socks the entire tournament. I'm sorry, the same pair of socks. Does she wash tournament. them? It didn't say. It didn't I specify so. whether she washed them or not. She just wears the same pair. They didn't. Yeah. She didn't say she washed them or not. Ooh, Has oh, to wow. say, had the same exact pair the entire tournament. I thought that was. It, I would love it if they she didn't wash them. That would just be even better. That's disgusting. Oh, that's very disgusting. Actually. So I thought that was pretty weird. Uh, another thing, uh, Michael Jordan, guess which, what he had. And I found this pretty intriguing too, because it wasn't even on noted or, uh, mentioned during his little, uh, last dance show. New pair of shoes every game. No. Was it a cigar? No. He loves cigars. Something uh, he wore. Oh, he wore. Oh, oh, um, he wore his, uh, North Carolina, uh, practice shorts or something like ex- that. Didn't he? Yeah. His North Carolina practice shorts. He always wore those yeah. underneath his his uh, bull shorts and that and some speculate that that's the reason why the shorts got longer in the NBA is because of him wanting to wear the other shorts. Ah, oh, I see. I didn't had know to cover them up. I, didn't I thought that, that was one. pretty funny. I that learned that. I learned something new today. I know. I had no idea. None. I thought that's that funny. was pretty interesting. Um, what well, is another one I found? Uh, oh, this was a good one. Uh, Terry, uh, Jason Terry, NBA, and he had, let's see, what he, oh, he, one of his quirks is he always ate chicken before he played basketball, oh, before the game. sound good at all. Wade Boggs is another guy that did that, too. He would always ate chicken right before the game. We, are we or talking, it's like, like it's either fried or grilled. Like it doesn't matter what it was. It's just chicken or, or yeah, just, just any chicken, that but it had to be chicken. chicken. Yeah. Any chicken, fried, grilled, grilled whatever. Be bad. I thought that was pretty intriguing. That is interesting. Um, Patrick, uh, Roy, he was a, uh, goaltender in the NHL. I know. Oh, yeah, that was was good. For the, for the abs. Uh, cook, you can't, you can't, you can't talk about this. You don't like the NHL. Yeah, I, I, I do you don't like it. Anyway. <laughs> He, he would talk to the pipes in the, the held the net, the goalie. What? 
No, he talked to him. You're crazy. <laughs> I'm like, is he like weird. whispering sweet nothings? <laughs> <laughs> you guys be good today. You yeah, know, he's protect us. He's schizophrenic. He has to make some voices. Every day. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, Jason Giambi, this one cracked me up. He, if he started going to a slump, he would start wearing a golden thong. What? Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't even want to know any more than that. Let's go to the next one. Man, I thought you, I thought you were going to say when he was in a slump, he just took an extra steroid shot. Uh, yeah, or that. Yeah, maybe that's why he had to wear the thong. Yeah, same thing. Well, yeah. Uh, and the the worst one, the absolutely worst one, and I was like, this is disgusting. Oh boy, <laughs> UFC lightweight heavyweight uh, champion Laota Machada. I think that's how you say yeah, his China. last name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he drank his own urine Ooh. before a match. Okay, first off, I want to know how did you get into this? At what point do you say I'm going to drink my own urine, and then you drank it, and you're like, well, I got to do it from now on? What, 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 what? Yeah, no, uh, it's, it's just that? he believed that it would cleanse his body. And I'm like, you're drinking waste. How does that cleanse your body? <laughs> oh, that like literally gives me chills, man. That's yeah. disgusting. That was like that, that was yeah. the worst one. I was like, oh wow. my god, that's just absolutely that's nuts. Wretchedly disgusting. <laughs> but the more you talked about some of this, I kept thinking about I kept thinking about different movies. We were talking about Serena, and all I kept thinking was Ace Ventura, where the guy was like, the guy hasn't changed his jockey strap in whatever two years because he thinks flies are lucky. <laughs> That's all I kept thinking about was Ace Ventura, and then I kept thinking that you talked about that urine at the end. All I kept thinking was Dumb and Dumber with a cop drinks oh, that bottle yeah. of urine. <laughs> all I kept thinking about was these movies. I was like, oh goodness gracious! You know, you were talking about things that we did. You know, when we were traveling and playing ball, whenever we would lose and be knocked out of the tournament, I'd leave my my <laughs> this is horrible. I would leave my uh, sweaty socks and underwear in that hotel room. Wow. wow that yeah. is terrible. That is yeah. terrible. Those Some, last, that last loss, I'd leave it. You were punishing somebody that had nothing to do with, with no, what no, no, yeah. happened. I had to leave the I had to Why leave didn't you leave it on the field? Mojo there. Nah, you should have left it on the field. I did leave it on the field, but I had to carry the sweaty nastiness back to the hotel room. You, yeah. you punished some custodian lady or whatever, whoever was there cleaning. And I'd always drape it like on the on the uh the lampshade. Oh Dude. Wow. that's even worse. That is worse. They had to get rid of the lamp. You got to air out the bat (laughs) mojo. They had to get rid of the lamp too because of that, probably. Right. It's not like somebody drank their own urine or something. (laughs) That's true. That's at least self-contained. You're like you're spreading yourself around. There was no COVID then. There was no COVID then. There was no COVID then. It's all right. It was okay. Uh, okay, wow. I got to ask you something because I didn't understand this and I don't know enough about bowling, but you were shooting out numbers earlier and you're, when we're talking about, you know, re-ranking and, pre, you know, reseeding and stuff. Like, what is, how do you get the handicap on bowling, by the way, before I forget? So generally what happens in like uh, ABC and it's not ABC anymore, but, you know, like the non-professional league, because when you're professionally, there is no handicap. But when you're, when you're bowling in these tournaments, like locally and whatnot, you take your average and subtract it from two ten, and you get eighty percent of that number. That's your handicap for the game for the next game. So, oh, okay. if, if okay. I'm a scratch bowler and I don't get a scratch, I don't get a handicap, and I'm bowling you, and you get twenty pins, then I got to beat you by at least twenty pins. Ah, uh, okay, and that makes sense. Well, did you did you know that? Because I didn't know that. I did know that. 
I've actually bowled yeah, with bowled. Cook on a team. Yeah, Mullins, Mullins has bowled with uh, me, and, me and Spells on a team before. Me, I, I could have Spells bowled. Is Spells bowled this? Uh, I don't remember. I think he did one time. It's been so long. One of the one of the seasons. All right. Well, I'm getting educated all over the place today. So, Mullins, how did you get into this anyway? How did you, why did you like, you know what? I'm going to do rituals I today. I don't know. It was just popped in my head. I was like, <laughs> I'm curious what people do. I, I mean, I've heard of weird, weird things before, you know, superstitions and stuff like that. Um, the sock one didn't really surprise me that much. It's, you know, I've heard of a lot of people doing that. Uh, but some of those others, like the eating of chicken before a game, that was pretty weird. And then, uh, yeah, the urine wouldn't just put it over the edge. So was like back to the hour. urine thing. Just back, back. to the urine. <laughs> You're obsessed with this. You're obsessed with this right now. Did it say anything <laughs> in this about like he just he just urinated in a cup and then straight drank it immediately? Is it better if it's warm or cold? Oh. <laughs> does it matter? Yeah, does it does matter? It really matter? <laughs> I don't know. That's what I'm, I want to know. But does he have to drink it cold? Does he have to drink it? I mean, maybe if he drinks it cold, it's more refreshing. I don't know. Oh, Is that's it? funny. Uh, Let's see what this guy matters. Does he drink this over ice? Does he drink it over ice? I don't, I don't know. Are you are you a closet urine drinker? No. Yes. <laughs> maybe he's planning on it. I don't know. Oh, oh maybe he is. Oh, before before he goes and works good. out, he's gonna. Yeah, he's, gonna he's like, I'm urine. gonna try this, dude. I'll yeah, drink you pickle are. juice. I drink pickle juice the night before tournaments and stuff back in the day, but I don't drink urine. Oh, there was uh, some good. other guys that actually would uh, urinate on their hands before they went and played. I've heard um, of that. Now I've of heard of that. Players. that yeah, yeah, I've what heard of the point of that. It's supposed Why? to like toughen your hands up. Yeah, that's what they say. Uh, which one you rather? Which one you rather do? Cook? You want to drink your urine, or you want to piss in your hands? Which no, one do you want to do? Hands. I'm not drinking it. <laughs> I'm not drinking it. <laughs> no way, dude. No way, man. Oh man. What about we, man. You're not going to drink your own urine before you go fight Mike Tyson? No. But that, what if that's part of the deal? You don't get I'm your million like unless it? you do that. Uh, not for a million, they haven't. Wow. So now I'm already taking a punch from Tyson. I'm not drinking. I'm not drinking. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. That's just taking it too far, huh? <laughs> yeah, that's 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 a deal breaker right there, man. Wow. No, I'm sorry, route. Man, yeah, that's crazy. I think what this this segment gets better all the time, man. It really does. Carries interesting uh, sports stuff. All right, let's move on to our next part, guys. All right, we talked about it last week. We're gonna talk about it a little bit more. Okay, more college football camp conferences are deciding to delay or cancel, however you want to call it, whatever. They're fall sports, including football, of course, right? Big 12, SEC, ACC are moving forward. Um, even the Southland Conference here in, in Texas, Division decided that they're going to blade everything, right, guys? So is this just putting more and more pressure every day on the Big 12, ACC, SEC? Y'all, y'all jump in. Is it more pressure? I don't know, more pressure. <clears throat> and, you know, I think it's just like they're leading the way, and if they end up failing, then everybody else is going to be like, see, we told you so. But if they make it work, then they're going to be like, see? A whole bunch of crybabies. We made it work. Mm, okay. So, all yeah. I know is that I saw a new ranking come out today with the conferences that are playing, and a and ranked number nine. Ooh, I didn't see that. Everybody was predicting 10, but they got nine, huh? That's they nice. 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 They were 13 in the poll before the changes, but right. now they're nine. Yeah, there was three teams that were ahead of them that dropped out, um, you know, that were part of the Big Ten and the uh, Pac-12. So that's interesting. All I know is I want some football, man. And I, and I don't think it's putting pressure on them all. You know, the SEC has always thought they were top dog anyway, so they're going to do what they want to do and not listen to anybody else. Mm-hmm. Um, I did think it was interesting that the NCAA medical 
expert yes. Yes. Uh, came out and said that he did not believe that it was completely safe. Well, I had to go and look this dude up. Oh, yeah. He's oh, from Indiana go. University. Go ahead. Things. All right. I like it. Go ahead. He's from Indiana University, a Big Ten school. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. big surprise, he's going to be, you know, <laughs> backing them up. Ta-da. You know, oh, shut yeah. the hell up. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Carrie's rant of the week to you this week. I know. That's right. <laughs> you can't do both segments, Carrie. You can't no, do both segments. Okay. Yeah. I'll leave that yeah. second, second rule of podcast, you can't do everybody's segment. That's right. <laughs> so, I, you know, I, I'm, with, I'm coming with you guys. I'm, I don't think there's more pressure at all. I, I think that. They have. There's nothing to go off of this to prove that it's a failure or a success to me in my head. The, the fact that the Big Ten and the Pac-12 bowed out before there was even a season, that's yeah. just a bunch of crap to me. They it's didn't even try. Crap. They didn't you even try. They They're quitters is what they are. Ooh, exactly. they my quitters. So, They're quitters. Um, but you know what? If they go ahead and, man, if they make half of this season, let's say, let's say we get into week five or week six before there's too much COVID or there's too much whatever going on, right? <clears throat> any of these conferences to me that's a success in my head you know because if you're able yeah. to get on the field let some of these kids play let some of these kids develop and keep continuing with their football careers you know six games in is better than no games at all because there's no guarantee that what's going to happen in the spring is going to make anything different there was a coach was it from purdue he came out i believe at purdue he came out with an eight game season in the spring uh, and they kick off the next, the second, you know, the 2021 season in late October and play another eight game season just to keep to the wear and tear on the kids' bodies wasn't bad. That wasn't a bad idea, but there's no guarantees in life. There's no guarantees right. about anything. You know, there's no guarantees in the spring that anything's going to be better than it is in the fall. Now, right. I know the vaccine's supposed to be out by then, but again, there's no guarantees about anything else that might occur in yeah. the spring, yeah. you know, compared what, to the fall. What if COVID 20 shows up? Yeah. Exactly. What if it's from, what if, what if it's from China? Wow. Again? So we're not <laughs> I did see uh, Nick Saban come out today. Did you see, did you see Nick Saban's uh, statement today about uh, having football in the spring? Mm, I didn't see that. Nobody, nobody wants to watch JV college football. No. Wow. <laughs> you know, he said wow. they have it, having it in the spring is, is the equivalent of having JV college football. He goes, none of these seniors and the varsity players are going to be playing. They're all getting ready for the NFL at that point. He goes, nobody mm-hmm. wants to watch JV football in the spring. Yeah, wow, I can agree to totally. Yeah, you're going to see so many players opt out if they try to play in the spring. Yes, you know they got bigger and better plans. Okay, I'm going to throw this question out. Okay, let's say the SEC, ACC, Big Twelve all kick it off first like two or three weeks. Everything goes well. Sure, there's some COVID, you know, tests or positive tests or whatever, and things happen, right? But Money comes in because they're the only games on TV, right? ACC, Big 12, it's the only games. Money starts rolling in. Big 10 sees it. Pac-12, I'm not worried about the Pac-12 so much. Big 10 sees it. Do they jump in? Do you see them jumping in like halfway through the fall? Like, oh, man, like they, they did it. Maybe we can do it now. Do you see them jumping in? Uh, I don't think so. I don't I think, think they can know. ramp it up that fast. I think okay. I think, hey, I do want to talk about player safety. I think that would be the, a big player safety issue is trying to ramp it up at, at a, out of nowhere and trying to get these kids on the field. That would get them yeah. guys hurt immediately. That would cause some severe injuries. I think if, you know, if they're going to talk about player safety and they try to pull that crap, then they obviously are, are flat out lying about their statement on player safety. Okay, okay. Because that's about the dollar at that point. And like we talked about last week, I, th- I still think it's very political with those guys. I, I think it's mm-hmm. a very political subject with those those teams in the north and the west. Okay, okay. I, I, totally can, I can get on board with that still. 
Okay. Okay. So the SEC, same segment, guys. SEC came out with their schedule. There's a lot of huge games going on. A lot of huge games going on. Um, you talk about some I, political crap going on. Because what? 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 With, and I'm talking like the internal SEC political. Oh, okay. uh, <laughs> Because there were some teams that got royally screwed over. Oh, dude. You know, I mean, cares about Arkansas. Well, not just them, but yeah. Uh, yeah, but Did I mean, but, but not even like getting screwed over. Look at how easy off um, Alabama and LSU got. I mean, yeah. and Georgia. I mean, come they on, it's kind of weak. They did. It's kind of weak. I I don't disagree. I think sometimes the SEC kind of coddles Alabama. Sometimes I don't mean that in a negative way, but talking about carrying someone's balls everywhere. Yeah, they yeah. attach that <laughs> their horse to that card a little too much sometimes. So, and then Georgia. I feel Georgia got screwed too, and they're scared. That's just me. So that's personally, that's just me. I, I mean, if you're going to see a Georgia Alabama matchup, possibly SEC championship, why would you schedule them in the regular season? If that's probably what's going to happen. Now, Florida has something to say about that in the SEC East. And that's about the only team I can think of going to challenge Georgia probably. But I mean, still, I mean, you're going to have a Georgia Alabama matchup in the middle of week was that week four, I believe, and then come back and play. I think SEC they were already scheduled to play, weren't they? I don't know. I think, I don't I think they were, I think, yeah. I think it was their turn of the rotation. Okay. Yeah, their two their two added uh, games were uh, Arkansas and Missouri. I think that might have been right. That might have been yeah, right. Yeah, they got two cream puffs. LSU got two cream puffs added to their schedule, and yeah, that's and A and M got screwed. So A and M got that yeah. Bama Florida back to back is going to be tough. It's going to be real tough. Yeah. But you know what's crazy about it? Even the SEC 10 game schedule looks really, really good. Like, I'm like, like week to week, like in each week, there's some good matchups. I'm just like, this is solid, just SEC. Why not just the SEC just, just blow everybody off and say, you know what? We can do this all the time and be just as interesting as the rest of the goddamn country. And then we don't have to worry about you guys. That's true. It's the SEC, sucker. <laughs> <laughs> they are top dog. They are top dog. I don't know any other conference that could possibly do that. And maybe the ACC might be the next best, but I think that's the only one that gets close. Not overall. I mean, not overall. Yeah. No. 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 I'm I mean, if, if Notre ACC? Dame stayed in the ACC, then maybe they would be a little bit better. Mm-hmm. But no. I am interested in seeing the ACC uh, schedule with Notre Dame, though. That, I think that'll be fun to watch. I want to see that. I want to see that Clemson at Notre Dame game. That will be good. That'll yeah. be real good. So I hope it happens. I hope things are up. So I, like I said, I'm all on board. Whatever gets football on the field, let's see these kids keep playing. You know, if the kids want to play, that's I think that's the biggest factor. But I obviously, you know, there's bigger issues up there. Anyway, next part, Cook's rant. You're on deck, man. Got something for you, man. I'm bringing it to you, boys, because you boys are fans. Oh, what, what does that mean? What, what, what y'all gonna do about your Texas Rangers, man? What's what's up with this nonsense? Are you boys knowing what's going on? What happened yesterday? What are you talking about? Just because the pitcher <laughs> threw behind the guy? I mean, so, the guy before him hit a grand slam. He should have been the next guy. You know what? It's unwritten rule nonsense, and this nonsense this over here with the Rangers. So in case you're not familiar with what was going on, the Rangers were losing by seven in the top of the eighth inning. Mm-hmm. Apparently, there is a unwritten rule in baseball that if you're up by more than seven after six, then you're not supposed to hit on a 3-0 pitch. That's right. Yes, you're supposed to take right. the pitch. Yes, you which are. Which is just stupid because if I take a pitch <clears throat> on the very next pitch, are you are you going to let me have a cream puff pitch? No, you're still going to try to get me out. 
And does that mean at the, at the bottom of the eighth inning that you're going to go ahead and just like, well, you know, they did what they were supposed to do. We're not going to try to score. No, you're going to try to score. If you don't want me to score, then strike my ass out or get me out. I don't like this unwritten bullshit. This unwritten rule stuff. It's, it's mm-hmm. nonsense. So, you know, 3-0 pitch. Tatisas hits the junior, hits this home run, this grand slam. Mm-hmm. Runs around the bases. People are yelling at him and whatnot. And then the Texas Rangers coach wants to go off nonsense and be all like, this is disrespectful, blah, blah, blah. But then, you know, they make a run at the end of the game. Mm-hmm. You know, that four runs ended up make, making a difference. So shut up with that nonsense, man. If that's the case, if, if everybody's going to do that, then everybody does that. If, it's it's just like um, back, back in the Miami Hurricane games when Jimmy Johnson said, my job is to score touchdowns. If you don't like it, stop me. My job as a baseball player is to score runs. If you don't like it, stop me. That's where I look at it. Shut up with this unwritten rule nonsense. Hmm. All right, I think well, they're soft and weak. And by the way, I just want to mention that the uh, Oakland A's are the AL West leaders, and they uh, have they uh, also have the most wins in the American League right now. I know. I, I, I keep and looking at that all the time. No, I see that. So they better be. You know what? The only thing's gonna make me happy is they beat the Yankees. If they beat the Yankees, then kudos to you, dude. That's all I care about. That's all I care about. Um, yeah. So this this week's rant was a little weak. There wasn't a whole much to get too fired up about, but that one kind of got me irritated. I, okay, so I looked at it. I saw a little bit of that. So I didn't realize we were talking about the same thing. So I looked into that. I saw that a little bit. Not to stand deep into the story, but I saw what you were talking about. Um, I I'm with you too. I I don't I. Don't like this unwritten rule business either. I mean, if you have a three zero count and you know as a hitter that you're gonna get you're gonna get a fastball more than likely because you're at a three zero count, right? That's what's gonna come to you. Whether it's down the middle, it's gonna be a pretty clean fastball for the most part. Yeah, I'm swinging. I mean, because you know it's gonna be that way. Because well, it wasn't like, the, and it wasn't like it was right down the middle of the plate. It was on the outside of the plate, and he hit it opposite field. Yeah. So, good. Yeah, I mean, but I still I would have to agree with the the unwritten rules just because baseball season. I mean, this one's a little bit different, but uh, your baseball seasons are so long. You get crap like that going on, and it's just going to create bad blood. And I I, I'm, I I like the unwritten rules. Let it let it let it brew some uh, bad bad blood. Let it. Do I like, it man. I'm kind of with the McCook on this. I'm like the bad blood is good because that heated rivalry makes it even better. Remember the, remember when the Blue Jays and the Rangers there for a few years. Uh, Mullins were they making that first round? It'd be so nasty. Oh, I loved it. I mean, I got more excited about it because I was like, yeah, let's get the you know, you know what, you know, but yeah, bad blood is good. Now, I will, I will also say the throwing behind the pitcher after the, I mean, the batter after the, the grand slam or whatever, I'm, I'm okay with that too. Totally okay with that. Uh, my, you that's just, me. you know what, if that's just gonna, baseball. If gonna, that's just I, baseball. Okay, you want to talk about that? My point on that is if you're going to throw it, you hit him. Yeah, okay, I want to hit him. I, I agree with that too. It, you hit him because if you I, throw it behind his head like you did, and he bails out and hits his head, that's uh-huh. stupid. And the uh-huh. man, you could seriously injure the dude or injure his career or whatever. If you're going to throw it, hit him. Yeah, put it in I, his rear, put it in his butt, put it in his leg, whatever, but hit him. I, I I don't disagree. I think you should have plunked him. I totally agree. And again, that's that's baseball. It's just the exact. I, I totally. I'm just it's baseball, and that's how it is. You know, and I don't. And see, that's how things escalate, though. So you hit that dude, and then their bat, their pitcher's going to hit your dude, and then it just keeps going back and forth. Whereas if you would have just stuck with the unwritten rule, none of that bad blood would have happened. Hey, you know what also makes it? You know what also makes it interesting too? If if you just if if your if your team's good enough to just win, sir, um, you know you how got the pitcher, if, if you're you know what? Nah, man, there are times you know strike you, him out in baseball. In baseball, pitcher, you cannot win every game. 
that dude was throwing pitches all over the place. He walked three batters in a row and went 3-0 on this dude. The pitches were oh, – I'm sorry. He walked the last of two batters. The pitches were all over the place. The dude's accuracy was nowhere. Pull him out of the game, get someone else in, and, and increase your odds of getting someone out. It's just – it is what it is. Okay, let me ask you this. Okay, so we're, you know, we're talking about the story. So apparently what I understand from the story too is that nobody got ejected, right? Nobody got ejected after that. Nobody got ejected, happened. but they did have those suspensions. That, isn't that okay? Is that crap to you? Because that's the part I don't like about this story. Isn't that crap? Why this happens in the NFL too? Like nothing happens during the game. Everybody's all chill. We're all fine. They're, you know, the umpires didn't do anything. But Major League Baseball or whoever else says, you know what? Those guys were wrong. We need to go ahead and go go back and correct the situation. That's the part that bothers me about this whole story. Is that right there? Too much baby in control. Like, oh, I got. I, we got to correct the pass. I got. I got to do something about it. No, if the referees didn't do anything about it, then leave the rest of it alone. Let the referees handle them on the field. Exactly. Thank you very much. That's my rant about that. So I took over your second. I'm sorry. Um, but oh, yeah, that's good, the part man. that makes me mad. That's what makes me two. mad. If I'm going off on something, exactly. I'm going off on the fact that they're gonna you're gonna suspend somebody after nobody got ejected. Bull crap. Uh, that's Manfield for you, though. Uh, I don't even like talking about this guy. You're making me talk about Manfield. I don't like talking about this dude. You really want to get me talking about Manfield all the time. I don't well, know you why. Know, I, was, I was doing some thinking about this earlier. Most of my rants are about baseball. Yeah, you do. Maybe you should include some NHL in there. Just to throw it. You know, oh, every once in a while. Why the hell are they letting people come to the damn game? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, the, yes, next, zero the next test. episode. The next episode. The next zero one. positive <laughs> test, and you're going to screw it up. <laughs> Oh, man. Like the guy's pitching a perfect game. The bottom of the ninth, let's walk up and say, hey, man, you know you're pitching a perfect game? Yeah, there you go. Good luck, NHL. Mm, man. Again. They're, they're going to finish. Next episode, dude. Just just save it for the next one. There's going to be more episodes. I didn't say you'd need it all right now. Okay? <laughs> that's true. <laughs> <laughs> all right, everybody. That's Cook's brand of the week, guys. Okay. NFL. Uh, next topic, guys. So, man, there's a lot of signings going on, a lot of crazy things, but we're going to kick it off with the Cowboys adding veteran Everson Griffin to the defensive front, and they lose a guy this week with McCoy with a quad injury who actually got cut today. Mullins, do you like the Griffin sign? Because I do. Oh, yeah, I like it a lot. I think that he's going to make an impact on that defensive line. So it's it's going to be fun to watch that dude. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was a great pickup. I was really hoping the Texans would pick him up. We needed, you know, maybe more pass rusher, especially now that we've had uh, Elkafor go down. But uh, it's a, it, yeah, I think it's a great pickup for y'all, man. And I really liked it when McCoy when McCoy was there. Now oh, I did too. Uh, now I'm like, well, you know, it, you just kind of filled one spot with another now. So, but right. uh, it's a nice pickup, though. This is the last pickup. The guy can play all three downs. He can stop the run. He yep. can rush the passer. It's going to be solid. I'm and with he's you. Be a great leader. He is going to yeah. be a great leader. Yep. So McCoy, McCoy was awesome. It made that front so good with Lawrence McCoy and uh, Griffin. And I was so excited after I read about it. And then McCoy went off and hurt his leg the very first day of practice. And then the next day he got himself cut. I'm like, yeah. what? Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> hey, tore his quad, had surgery, and then got cut. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine waking up from that, man. Waking up like, oh, man, you're going to get a job no more. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I read though today that he is still planning on being with the team and still playing a mentor role, even though he's no longer on the team. Really? Yeah, I guess they yeah. could make him part of the coaching squad. I mean, there's it, it, well, nothing from to what keep our understanding that. is that they're planning on re-signing him to another contract if he if he heals up well. Right. Interesting. There's mutual, there's mutual um, interest there that they want to they want to. He said, "I'll stick around if you'll have me around." And they said, "Okay, you can stick around, but we're not going to pay you." Yeah. Well, good. Well, I like that. But you know what I was excited about though? I'm not going to lie. 
And uh, McCoy is an Oklahoma guy too, but the rookie that they drafted from Oklahoma, that um, D tackle that they got from Oklahoma in the third round. Now I'm excited because that guy's gonna get some more playing time. That right. and the kid from last year, Tristan Hill from UCF. Oh, I yeah. like that kid a lot. Oh, I like that kid a lot because he's a big old boy. He is a run stopper. That dude takes up two gaps by himself probably. Yeah. So as much as I love McCoy and the veteran there presence and you know coaching up those rookies a little bit more, I'm excited for the younger guys to actually get in there and play. But again, that middle's got to be solid with Jalen Smith and uh, Van Der Esch in there. You know, so those guards don't get on those guys. But anyway, that's just me. Yeah, so, it's going to be the Cowboys year. Anyway. Cook, why is Clowney still not signed? Dude, I don't know why Clowney's not signed. It's, I find it very fascinating this dude is still not signed. I, I was thinking today, I was like, you know, maybe he ends up in Dallas. Maybe mm. another spot. You got McCoy's spot. I don't mm. want him there. I don't want him hey, there. He may end back in Houston. He, it's, it's, you're hearing all kinds of chatter around here. I don't know if Bill O'Brien will swallow it and do it or not, but yeah. he's got to end up somewhere. Why is he not signed? I mean, is he just asking for too much? I don't get it. I've heard he's been asking for every article I've read. He's asking for too much. At what, point do you, at what point do you just go, okay, well, it looks like, you know, and crap, we're, we're, we're into training camp now. Well, people have, they, people have offered him 15 million. There have been multiple organizations that have offered him 15 million a year, but he won't take it. Do you just decide not to play at all? There's talks I mean, what, about that. What, I mean, what do you do? I mean, do you, what's going to happen next year? There's yeah. talks. You, you start sitting out years and that's just, that it makes it harder and harder to get back. It's crazy to me. It really is crazy to me. It, I think at some point you got to okay. I got to swallow my pride. I'll take a, I'll take a, a one year deal somewhere and, and and see what I can do. Now, what kills Clowney is he wants to get paid like he's the elite pass rusher that he's not. Right. He's amazing, amazing against the run. I mean, elite against the run, and he's pretty good against the, the pass. He's not great. He's pretty good. Yeah, and then he's had nine sacks at a pass rusher. I mean, Whitney Merciless uh, for the Texans. I mean, I think him is a, is a decent – I mean, he's okay as a pass yeah. rusher. He has yeah. better pass rush numbers than Clowney ever has. Hmm. And that's Clowney true. wants to get paid these outrageous numbers, man. That's just crazy to me. It's, it's, let me ask you this. Is, is, Clowney, is Clowney below the Bosa boys and Khalil Mack? Is he below those guys? Oh, by far. Okay. I agree by far on that. Okay. Do you still remember yeah. that that freak blow up play that he had in, in the Michigan outback bowl oh, yeah. game? Yeah, and just, the, how everybody thought he was just going to just blow up the NFL, and I'm just right, like, yeah. man, something happened. Well, what happened was he stepped in the crease on the in, on the field at NRG Stadium and had had that microfracture surgery his rookie year. He's yeah. never been the same since. And, and matter of fact, he was the reason why they got rid of that field. After mm-hmm. he stepped in that crease on that on that field, that field was mm-hmm. gone within weeks. They never had it's never been back. They mm-hmm. have a soft field up there now. Yeah. Yeah, but how do you how do you how do you not progress with a JJ Watt mentoring oh, basically on the on the D line? How do you not how do you not grow there? That was the the discussion here in Houston was you know that the discussion around that and the words were muddled. Jadavian Clown is not a is not a worker bee. Mm-hmm. He doesn't put in the work like JJ does. You know JJ yeah. kind of you know, overshadows him so much because JJ is a known work freak. I mean, the dude does more hours than anybody you could ever think of trying to get ready just on a normal basis, much less when he's trying to come back. And Clowney is notorious for not putting in those extra hours. Now they're not saying he doesn't work hard, mm-hmm. but he doesn't put in the time that you want him to put in. You know, he's not being the leader that you want him to be. He's not in there trying to, re- you're like, okay guys, you're doing really well, JD, man, you're doing this right here. I mean, if you put in a little more time, maybe you could find, just get over that hump. And he's like, no, I'm good. Mm. I'm playing all right. 
But would would yeah. you not would you not be inspired though with JJ Watt? Would you not be inspired with JJ Watt just in the gym every morning? I mean, you'd be like, I, gotta I would. I got to get up, man. I you think get you up. would, but I mean, if you I already think it. you're one of the best, then you're um, not going to pay point. attention to that. That's yeah, a good you point. Know, it depends on what your 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 surroundings are too, man. If you got people pumping you full of information, like, oh man, you're the greatest, you're this, you're that, man. They don't they don't respect you, blah blah blah. You know, it depends on who you got talking in your ear too, man. Oh, speaking of which, dude. Okay, so this is this is the chip on the shoulder kind of thing. So it sounds like to me, he didn't have a chip on his shoulder because you're right in his head, and somebody else been building him up for so long. I gotta send you guys a YouTube video about this sports psychologist that was at the University of Michigan and how he talks so much about Tom Brady. And I'll send this video to you. We'll discuss it next week. It's so good, man. This guy was 20 years old. He had just had surgery at the University of Michigan. No, no, no. He had his penis taken out. Lost 20 pounds. Was this probably like 185 pounds at the most, maybe, he said. And he came in there a couple of days later and said, how do I become the starting quarterback for the University of Michigan? It's really fascinating stuff. He stuck with that guy forever. Anyway, I'll send you the YouTube video. We'll talk about it. Yeah, there were some huge, some huge signings this week. Two tight ends got paid, right? Two tight ends got paid. George Kittle, Travis, Kelsey. First of all, are these the two best tight ends in the game right now? Easily. Oh, I think so. I think so. Who Easily. do you like watching better? Who do you like watching better? I like watching Kelsey better. Okay. Okay. I like Kittle. Okay. I'm going to break the – And the reason I like Kittle is he don't play for the Chiefs. And uh, the reason <laughs> I like Kelsey is he doesn't play for the Niners. <laughs> That's a, that's a hard way to break this one, okay? That's a hard way to break this one down the middle, okay? <laughs> okay. I, I, okay, I watched this little thing on George Kittle just to get into the, know his background a little bit. The dude loves to block. He used to be an offensive tackle in high school. I didn't know this. He an offensive tackle in high school. The dude loves to block. So, I'm not saying Kelsey doesn't like to either. I'm just saying the kiddo loves to block. He's excited about blocking and run plays and everything. Anyway, I'm going to break the tie. Right now, I would say George Kittle is my favorite to watch. I'm not saying he's the best out of the two, but he's my favorite to watch. And the dude on the sideline is nuts. He's crazy. The dude loves to play yeah. ball. So I had to give them like a lot of this too. Um, are these, are these well-deserving contracts? Are Kittle's a little too early? I think it's deserving. I think I think they're both have proven what they're worth, and and you know it's it's also you got to look at it too. It's very deceiving with these numbers you see. You know, like oh yeah, he got five years, seventy five million dollar contract, but if you look at it, he's only got like thirty two million guaranteed. So yeah, you know these numbers are really inflated looking. I mean, there's no way he's going to make it to the end of that five year contract. They'll restructure him and resign him again to another extension. I mean, the dude's what twenty three, twenty four. Yeah, he's young. He's he's yeah. a young man. I mean now. What I find interesting is you get George Kittle who gets that like five year, seventy five million dollar contract, and then literally the next day, Kelsey gets like a like a what was it, three years, thirty million? Three like thirty five yeah. million. Something yeah. it, was, it was dramatically different. You're like, hmm, yeah. interesting. So, you know, I just find that very interesting. It'll be interesting to see what happens with Zach Ertz now in Philadelphia. I think Yes, he, I agree. I agree. Interesting to see where he where he falls into this mix at. Just two years ago, he was the top of the league. Yeah. Yeah, he was. He was and he can still play. I mean there's he still plays well. You know, it's just you got the the top two tight ends in the league. Both of them made the Super Bowl. One of them won, and you know <laughs> they they played their ass off, so they're well deserving. Okay, I, I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait till the show's over to tell you how I feel about that comment. <laughs> <laughs> this is a family show, so yeah. Um, I tell you what, I, the only thing I didn't like about it was I thought Kittles was. I don't want to say undeserving because that's not the word I want to use. Just early. It's just, I said, it's a little early. You know, I mean, Kelsey has proven himself for a few, more than a few years now that he is a top, productive, awesome, wide uh, tight end. But 
I mean, Kittle had a couple of good years, and I'm just like, hmm, we're going to sign him to the biggest contract. I just – it overinflates everything for everybody else. That's the hard, the hard time I have about it right there. Overinflates yeah. everything. Yeah, you're, you're, yeah, I understand that, too. I get that, too. You know what I can't stand about Kelsey, man? That dude gets on my nerves. You know who he is to me? He's like the Rick Fox of the of the NFL to me. I I can't stand Rick Fox and, and for the NBA. When he played with the Lakers, I wanted to punch that dude in the face every postseason. I can't stand that guy. God, he gets on my nerves, man. And that's how Kelsey is for me, man. I just can't stand that dude. I, Man, I would – oh, God. I'm going to start talking to pitchers all the time. <laughs> yeah, he's, well, he's not – Wrong. He's not Ed McCaffrey to me like Ed McCaffrey is to John. <laughs> John. But, uh, yeah, he's – I don't know. He might be pretty close, though. He might be pretty close. Really? I'm going to get one of those uh, those big big uh, things you put on the wall. The, the, oh, the fat heads? Yeah, the fat heads. I'm going to put that in your garage. Oh, man. It, what do you call the fat heads when someone's head is already fat? Fat, fat heads. Fat heads? Is it fat, <laughs> fat heads? Because Travis so. Kelsey's got a fat-ass head. Man, dude. <laughs> That's Brian Cook, by the way. <laughs> Tell us how you really feel. <laughs> what if you listen to the show, dude? We might have lost a listener now. You know? You're okay with it, aren't you? Yeah. Travis, you're okay you with it. it. If he is listening, you should take it as a compliment that I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, dude, you're a Sith. You're not a Jedi. You're a Sith, man. That's right. You're a Sith. Kelsey, I like you, buddy. Time. Send me some tickets. I know. <laughs> Play for a different team and I'll root for you. I will I will drive to Kansas City to watch it. Uh, all right, guys. We're going to skip to our last topic, okay? We're going to skip to our last topic. UFC 252, I have to admit, as much as I didn't want to, I gave in. I paid for the pay-per-view because I had to watch Stipe and DC go at it one more time. And I did. I, I did. I didn't want to. I didn't want to give money to the big, you know, mouse, ESPN. I didn't want to do any of that. No Walt Disney. They got enough of my money already. But I watched it and... Dude, it was good. It was good. And you know what's crazy? It made me sad at the end because one of these guys is not coming back. Yeah. DC's not coming back. He's done. He's not going to fight anymore. And dude, he has like a, a torn, what, cornea? Yeah, he does. Yeah, that dude's done. Yeah. He's going to, I mean, just the rehab alone or whatever the time it takes, he's going to take it back about a year. So to, you know, see well and everything like that. But, I, I mean, I loved it. I watched every round. I kept waiting for somebody to land a haymaker and go down and that be the end of it. And I thought at one point DC did get it. Uh, I think it was at the end of the second or the third there. And I was like, man, I was like, but the end of it, I was sad. I was, I was really sad. I was genuinely sad because these two are probably the best two heavyweights right now. And both of them will be Hall of Fame fighters. And we'll never, we'll never see it again. Yeah, we'll didn't they both land some hellacious blows and they just stood there and took them oh yeah oh yeah and Stipe has some of those I was like holy moly how did that not knock him out and Stipe has a heck of a jaw of course but he I mean but DC still landed some good stuff and after the first round I thought DC was gonna not say control the fight but I thought he was you know standing toe-to-toe boxing I was like well if he can stand toe-to-toe and protect that right side or and so get him on the ground and control the ground game. I thought, man, then DC's going to win this fight. But then Stipe never let him get him, get him down again. I was yeah. like, and I was impressed by both fighters, their strategies from the second fight and how they took them. And it was really good. It was a good strategic, but it was a fight though. Like there were moments where you're just like, oh dude, he just, he's about to put him down and it didn't happen. So, yeah. and dude, you're dude, Sean Miller, man. I'm sorry, but his 12 and 0 record went down, dude. His 12 and 0 record went down. He rolled okay. his Sean, Sean Miller. Sean O'Malley. O'Malley. O'Malley, yeah. not Miller. O'Malley. Sorry. Put some respect on his name. 
Yeah. So yeah, that dude rolled his ankle. I don't know if you saw the video of that. Well, you yeah, were watching it, that. but holy crap. Uh, that yeah. had you know what I'm disappointed you know I'm disappointed about this last UFC uh, fight? What's that? That Sosa watched it and then we didn't get to watch it with him. Uh, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. What was up with that? <laughs> where, it was where a last man it was a last minute decision because I was trying to figure out do I really want to give money to ESPN in the mouths? I was like, do I really want to give sixty five dollars to these people right now? And I, I, I debated till like ten o'clock, and I was like, you know what? I have to watch Stipe and DC. Just so you just watched the main event? Is that all you watched? I watched the, basically the last three fights. Wow, that's all, I watched. that's all I watched. Okay, yeah, it was a spontaneous thing, huh? It was a spontaneous thing. I did. I, Natalie will tell you. I, I waited, wavered back and forth about how much. Do I really want to spend this much money? No. Yeah. Then I come back and I'd be like, yes. <laughs> I'm like, no. And then yes. I was like, well, it's DC and Stipe. And then I thought about talking to you guys since you had ESPN Plus. I was like, no, I ain't gonna do that. So anyway, I did. I gave in. So, but I'm glad I did. I'm glad I did because it was a good fight. It was. Worth, I watched it was the replay. Five dollars. Good fight. I watched the replay online. It was a good fight. It was a good fight. So it was worth every dollar. So I'm gonna miss those guys. It's gonna be one of those things that. But now John Jones is talking about coming back to come up to the heavyweight. He's he not wants, coming to the heavyweight. That dude says he that wants all to, he wants to come to the heavyweight. He wants to fight Stipe. But I tell you what, Dana White better not let him off the hook and let him get him have a championship fight as soon as it happens. As soon as he comes back, I'm tired of John Jones peeing dirty and coming back every single. It's like the I don't know tenth time it feels uh, like it has, it's, a bunch. it's a bunch. No. He always runs his mouth about moving up to heavyweight. He never does it. He's always like, oh, these guys don't look so heavy this time. He never steps up. He's, yeah. I mean, he, he says it's official that he dropped the, the mm-hmm. title. So, I mean, he if did. he's already relinquished his light heavyweight, then he's got to do something. Mm, I think Stipe would beat him. That's just me. I think Stipe would beat him. I think Stipe would take that fight one more time for the belt, and I think Stipe would beat him. And not, I don't mean like he's going to beat him down. I just mean strategically, I think that Stipe could take the hits, and I think he'd beat him. That's just my I personal opinion. I think Stipe knocks his ass out. Oh, I would love for him to knock his ass out. I love John Jones at the beginning. I did, but when he kept peeing dirty, he, I, I lost all respect yeah. for that guy. I did. Agreed. So I, I, th- I thought he was a great fighter. I was all aboard the John Jones train, and then – what you call it? He kept peeing dirty, and I lost all respect. I was I was done with him after like the fourth time he peed him dirty. And I was like him and freaking Brock Lesnar, man. Every time they have a major fight, they pee dirty right after it. Every every time, time. every yeah. time, dude, every time. So anyway, we're gonna leave it off. Stipe DC, great fight. Thank you guys so much. We appreciate it very much. Last word, Brian Cook. Man, Oakland A's. That's all I'm gonna say. AO West. Yeah, you want them to be AO West champions? World Series champions. I want them to be World Series champions. They got a shot. I want them to be World Series champions. Okay. If you do, do we all have to wear Oakland A shirts for the day or what? Oh, hell no. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Is it that bad? Holy cow, man. I'm not supporting anything out of California. I didn't ask you to wear wear a Kansas City Chiefs shirt or something. I would wear one of those. All right. All right. No I think way. what the A's win. You can talk. You can open the show and talk about the A's for ten minutes. Okay, if they win, I'll take that. Okay, that's all you. Open the show and you can talk about it for ten minutes. But after ten minutes is over, that's it. That's all you get. No more. Okay. All right. Fair enough. I'll take it. All right. Mullins' last word. <laughs> go stars. Go stars, dude. I thought they were gonna really get behind this series, go down three one. But yeah, yeah. Thank this goodness. Is not an astronomy podcast. Uh, ha ha wow. ha ha ha! Here we go. Ha ha ha! All right, my last word is you know how do you get how do you get cut on your day off? How do you get fired on your day off? That's my last word. Uh, that's, that's <laughs> <it>. <laughs> I was on Joe McCoy. I was on Joe McCoy. My bad. 
I've had all these movies running through my head. That's the first thing I thought of when I heard, like, how do you get fired every day off? Anyway, wow. I know, right? Friday. I saw yeah. that movie still. Anyway, guys, <laughs> hey, Off Our Game Podcast. That's our show, guys. Facebook. Listen to us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Off Our Game at gmail.com. Good night, everybody.